Blog Talk Radio. One, two, three, say! You might as well go on ahead and get your dance on. Jesus, be open.
Brad Hammond with Jesus to be a fence. How many of you need the Lord to be a fence? And uh, it's a it's a metaphor, but certainly uh, we do need God to be a fence around us in a day and a time like this. It is Saturday, November the 3rd, now in the year of our Lord, 2018. And we're grateful to be alive today in the land of the living. We're grateful uh, for life, health, and strength. Grandma put it this way all night, all day, the angels keep it watching over me, my Lord. And we thank God for the angels that watched over us last night as we slumbered and slept. And they woke us this morning in time and not eternity. So many people didn't wake up this morning. So many people woke up this morning and and they didn't have the activity of limbs. They woke up this morning and found themselves homeless. They woke up this morning and found themselves depressed and oppressed. They woke up this morning and found themselves in guilt and shame. But we thank God for the spirit of the Lord. We thank God for the spirit of liberty. We thank God for the spirit of Christ that lives and dwells on the inside of us. You are listening to Global Gospel and I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. And as you guessed, and as you know, it is the 1 p.m. hour here on the East Coast in New York. And we're glad to be back with our, our listeners here on Blog Talk Radio. We want you to know, if you're listening in, that you can always log on and tell your friends to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel if you need to uh email us you can email us at global gospel 17 at gmail.com and we do want to hear from you we want you to email us and let us know that you're listening shout you can shout us shout yourself out shout your church out shout your family uh, friends out if you want to put in a request for a special song you can put in your request for songs and such you can also write us in a traditional way at p.o box 53 that is in Hempstead, New York, and the zip code is 11550. We are also on all forms of social media. You can look us up on Facebook. At We are under Global Gospel. On Twitter, Global Gospel. On Instagram, Global Gospel. So check us out. We'll be uh, glad to hear from you. Uh, we have some inspirational posts that we we post from time to time and certainly we'll be posting more of those in uh, the days to come Uh, we also uh, want you uh, to know that um, all our shows are archived so uh, you can immediately following this show you can listen to this show in its entirety if you want to encourage yourself at at, uh, work or as you ride along in your car uh, all the shows are archived. You can go back and listen to all our shows that uh, we have recorded since the beginning of the year. We do want to shout out all of our listeners in Norway, in Germany, in South Africa, in Jamaica, in Canada, here in the United States. Uh, we are uh, Global Gospel, and we certainly, it is our goal to reach those around the world because then let others know about the good news about the gospel of Jesus Christ so the gospel uh, it saves it heals it delivers and it sets free uh, the gospel is comprehensive it will meet you at your place of need it will encourage you when you need encouragement it will lift you up when you're burning down and and torn down the, the gospel will take you to higher heights and it'll take you to deeper depths and the gospel is good news it is the power of god unto salvation to the jew first and to everyone that believe there is no uh the bible says there is no male or female in christ jesus which simply uh lets us know that it's not uh it's not just for men it's not just for women it's not just for boys it's not just for girls it is for everybody to to the bond and to the free to the rich and the poor the same gospel is uh, for everybody. So, our, in our theme scripture comes uh, here at Global Gospel, Second Corinthians chapter four and verse three. If our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. The gospel is plain and simple, and and over the years, people and denominations have uh, complicated the gospel and 
tried to make it something that is not, and we added and taken away, but we uh, should not, and the Bible tells us not to add or to take away from the Word of God. It, it's actually a curse, and you start adding and taking away, and you can uh, read down in your spare time in the book of Revelation. do want to share our theme scripture uh, with you. I shared it already, but I want to read it from the uh, NIV Life Application Bible, and I'm just going to read a few verses even leading up to that. I'll start at first, uh, chapter 4 of Second Corinthians, and uh, I'm going to read through all those uh, verses. And it reads on this wise, Therefore, since through God's mercies we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel, this is our theme here, is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For we do not preach ourselves for Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure and jars of clay to show that all surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. I read uh, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 1 through 7, and, and I like the part, verse 7 says, that we have this treasure in jars of clay. And in the, uh, King James, it said, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. And who are those earthen vessels? That's you and me and those uh, believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. So once again, we thank you for listening to Global Gospel. I do have a special uh, message on today that I will come back with uh, shortly. Uh, our theme today is our title comes straight from the scriptures. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. And there's so much that can be said about the kingdom of heaven. There's so much that can uh, be said about violence. And it's just uh, open. And um, in a day and a time like this, we are, uh, violence is something that is all too familiar with us. And um, we, we're going to have this selection, and then I'm going to come back. Once again, you're listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. Our call-in number, if you desire to call in later, is 619-924-0800. Evangelist Dorothy Norwood. Uh, everybody knows I like church and I like churchy music. Old Zion, stay tuned and be blessed. See, my grandmother used to take me to the sanctified church. Huh? Every Sunday night. And I tell you, when we would get three blocks, looked like within that church, we could hear them singing and they had a washboard. Y'all don't know nothing about that way up here in New York, do you? Huh? And I remember when I used to get in that church, uh, 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 sometimes it seemed like the crowd uh, was kind of, kind of, kind of dead. They were just laid back. Like some of y'all here tonight.
listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. Oh, Zion, what's the matter now? You don't pray like you used to pray. You don't sing like you used to sing. You don't shout like you used to shout. And then she said, let us all go back to the old uh, time way, back to the old landmark. And certainly we need to challenge ourselves. If something is going wrong in our life, we need to challenge ourselves and see uh, what is the root and cause of the problem. Well, uh, today we're going to talk about the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. And I want to call your attention to St. Matthew chapter 11 is where I will uh, park for the afternoon something that we can ponder over and something that we can think about as we go through the week. St. Uh, Matthew chapter 11, beginning at the first verse. And it came to pass when Jesus had made an end of commanding his 12 disciples, he departed thence to teach and to preach in their cities. Now, when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto them, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which ye do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. And as they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitudes concerning John, What went ye out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken with the wind. But what went ye out for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? Behold, they that wear soft clothing are in kings' houses. But what went ye out for to see? A prophet. Yea, I say unto you, and more than a prophet, for this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there, there have not risen a greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And whom the days of John the Baptist, and from the days of John the Baptist, until now the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets in the law prophesied unto John, and he will receive it. This is Elias, which was for to come. He that have ears to hear, let him hear. Verse uh, 11. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there is not, have not run risen greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist, until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent taketh by force. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent taketh by force. That is the St. Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. Meditate on that uh, as we talk, uh, as we listen to Karen Clark Sheard. And Mary, Mary, we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And this is the gospel according to St. Matthew. And we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Stay tuned.
And we don't have to be ashamed on the job, on the bus, on the train, the movies, wherever you are about the uh, gospel of Jesus Christ. The kingdom of heaven suffered violence. Just last week, on last Saturday, uh, as we all know, as we watched the news and read the newspaper, we know that there was an anti-Semitic attack uh, on a synagogue in Pittsburgh, and they experienced violence there in the synagogue in their house of worship also i mean i was on the radio and someone called and they they had some uh some things to say that were were not godly uh something it's just a distraction and we know that the people uh in the past few weeks somebody was at the supermarket the kroger market supermarket shopping and they lost their lives because someone had some issues with uh racism and we know that over the uh, past couple of years, there's been some uh, acts of violence at churches. People were in Bible study, and they uh, lost their life. And I spoke to uh, my uncle about it, and we're, as we uh, look at it at a, a negative way, and he let us know in a spiritual way that uh, those people that were in church and they lost their life if they if they were they professed salvation they professed to be believers and uh he said it, uh the bible lets us know that uh to be absent from the body is to be present with the lord so he's immediately that person once they lost their life here was in the presence of the lord and that is something that's the only hope that we have uh is that when when this life is done down here that we will see jesus after suffering uh, so much violence, I mean, everywhere you look, there is uh, uh, killing and uh, robbery and uh, stealing. And um, the, uh, the prophet Nahum said that the, uh, the city is bloody and it's full of lies and, and robbery. And certainly all of our cities, it's not just Pittsburgh, 
but it's everywhere. It's in the north, it's in the south, it's in the east, it's in the west, it's in the urban communities, it's in the rural communities. Everything uh, seems to be going uh, wrong, and uh, people are just not serving the Lord anymore. And even those people that are serving the Lord, it appears that you it's dangerous just to go to church. But uh, we don't need to uh, back down and be fearful because uh, God is in charge of everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The Bible says that the eyes of, of the Lord are in every place, beholding the good and the evil. In this uh, 11th chapter of Matthew uh, that we've read on this afternoon, we find uh, John the Baptist. And John the Baptist was now in jail. And the interesting thing about John being in jail was that he was in jail simply uh, for preaching God's word. He was there because of the gospel, because he was not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And John was not uh, an ordinary person, but he was the forerunner of Jesus Christ. The Bible lets us know that uh, Mary had a, the mother of Jesus had a cousin by the name of Elizabeth, and they were both uh, with child, and uh, Elizabeth was six months with child, and the Bible lets us know when they uh, met each other that the Holy Ghost uh, was in the presence, and the baby leaped in her womb, and the Holy Ghost, as we know it, had not officially shown up on the scene. I mean, he was there all the time, but he had not, Jesus had not lived and died and sent back the comforter, but the Holy Spirit was there, and John responded as in the womb, uh, responded to the presence of the Lord, and his mother felt that as well, and um, the Bible, Jeremiah says that, uh, before I formed thee in the, in the womb, I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. And so uh, somebody on this afternoon may be a little uh, shaky about who you are or what you are, or what you're supposed to be doing about, about who you are in the Lord or what God has commissioned you to do. But uh, before the foundations of the word, before, uh, before you were in the womb, God had a plan and purpose for your life. And God has plans to prosper us, uh, to give us an expected in thoughts of peace and not of evil. And so you don't have to let anybody get in your way to deter you from who you are. John was the forerunner of Jesus Christ. John was a strange person. The Bible said that he uh, he was the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. He was telling the people that, listen, you need to repent because the kingdom of God is at hand. Uh, you don't have a lot of time to do what you want to do, but you have to be about your father's business. You don't have time to uh, joke around and play around because times are critical. You could lose your life in a simple worship experience. John was telling the people to be baptized, and he and he had an unfamiliar. What do we know about John? John's diet it consists of locusts and wild honey. John dressed strange. The Bible lets us know that he had camel hair and he had a a, a, a leather girdle. And, uh, but John was still doing the work of the Lord, and sometimes we see people and we think they're acting strange or they look strange or they sound strange. And, yes, there are some people that are out there are strange and, and out of their mind, but we have to know the difference. Just because you don't uh, understand everything does not mean that uh, or understand everybody. It does not mean that God's hand is not on their life. It does not mean that they are appointed uh, for such a time as this, because John was out there baptizing people, and he even uh, introduced Christ uh, on the scene. Uh, he baptized uh, Jesus in Jordan, and God said that this is my beloved son, and whom I am well pleased. But John, he was out preaching the gospel and telling people uh, to repent and be baptized and be saved. And he and he clarified, I like the gospel according to John, because in John 1 and 1, he lets us know who Christ is. He says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word became flesh, and it dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as the only begotten of the Father. That we John lets us know that the Word, God's Word, manifests itself in human form, and Christ was fully human, and he was fully divine, and he came here on earth to set us free 
from our sins and to uh to to give us an answer for uh the violence and to set things in order in the kingdom. Why was John in jail? If you look at Matthew the fourteenth chapter, it says at that time Herod the Tetrarch, fame of Jesus, and said unto his servants, This is John the Baptist. He is risen from the dead, and therefore mighty works do show forth themselves in him. For Herod had laid hold on John and bound him and put him in, in prison for Herodias' sake, his brother Philip's wife. For John said unto him, It is not lawful for thee to have her. And when he, he would have put him to death, he feared the multitude because they counted him as a prophet. But when Herod's birthday was kept, the daughter of Herodias danced before them and pleased Herod, whereupon he promised with an oath to give her whatever she would ask. And she said, being instructed of her mother, said, give me here John the Baptist's head and a charger. And the king was sorry, nevertheless, for the oath's sake, and them which sat with him at meat. He commanded it to be given her, and he sent and beheaded John in prison. John was in prison on his way to being beheaded. And many times in life, we will end up in situations. We might be, we might be stopped by the cops. We might be arrested. We might have uh, trouble with the law. We might have to go to jail. We may even experience sickness. We may have to go to the hospital. We may have to have surgery. Uh, we may uh, lose our cars. We may lose our homes. But God does not stop being God because of what we lose in life. God does not stop being God because we have trouble in our life, because God is the same God. He's the God of the good, the bad, and ugly. He's God on the mountain. He's God in the valley. He's God on a good day. And somebody said he's He's uh he's even uh he's got on a bad day and there are there are really no uh good or bad days as long as you're alive because as long as you have uh breath in your body there is hope there is uh, a chance that your situation will turn around and the same gospel that uh, got John in trouble was the same gospel that was that was able to uh, deliver him and let him know that you know after this life there is hope. And uh, John was a victim of violence. The Bible said that the kingdom of heaven suffers violent, and the violent take it by force. And uh, the de debate is over the years that many have said that the latter clause, uh, it, the violent take it by force, said that, you know, that, that means uh, the believer has to take it by force. That's a whole other debate, but I'm not going to get into that. But the first part said the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. John suffered violence because he stood up uh, for the truth. He stood up. For what was right And there are several things that causes uh, violence And just one of the things The first thing I want to look at Is manipulation John was a victim Of manipulation John was out there preaching the word of God Telling people to repent Telling them what was right from wrong But uh, Herod and uh, Herod's wife uh, he, You know he had took a stand Against their unlawful marriage And everything like this But uh, the mother manipulated her daughter to ask uh, after she had danced so well, and I can imagine that her dancing it was uh, it had to be something uh, it had to be a sensual type of dance. It couldn't have just been you know everybody out there having fun, everybody doing the electric slides, sliding to the left, sliding to the right. It had to be more than that. There had to be something sensual or provocative, provocative about her dance that actually pleased uh, Herod. And so we have to understand that he was manipulated based on what he saw. He was manipulated based on uh, uh, offering a promise, and he could not go back on his promise. And we have to know in life uh, that we cannot let people manipulate us. You can't let family manipulate you. You can't let friends manipulate you. Uh, this was a situation of a husband and wife. You can't let boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife neighbor, co-worker, you cannot let anybody manipulate you because once you uh, somebody has manipulated you now, they are now uh, have control over your thoughts, control of your mind, and manipulation is of the devil. It is not of God. It's the same thing that happened with, are uh, you familiar with the story of uh, Jezebel and Ahab? Jezebel manipulated. She wasn't a king, but she manipulated the king uh, and at, and told him to take the life of the prophet Elijah 
and uh, to go after him. And she, she manipulated him because she wanted neighbor's uh, vineyard. She manipulated the situation. And it's just the same way when in the, in the beginning of time. Eve, she allowed uh, the devil, she talked to the devil, and it was a manipulation. And then she talked to Adam, and it was manipulation. And people will, will manipulate you out of your blessing. They will manipulate you out of your uh, safe place. They will nip- manipulate you out of your money, out of cars, out of home, out of peace of mind. Don't be manipulated. And manipulation is the cause of so much violence. Uh, we, If we check out a lot of the terrorists and uh, people, they've been manipulated in their mind to believe that one race is superior uh, to another, that uh, one race is bad and one race is uh, good. But we all bleed our red blood and, and uh, God made us all and he made us in the likeness of his image. And so we don't have a right to go around saying uh, which race is good or which race is bad because God reigns on the just and the unjust he he's god in creation and he created us all and he knows us all and then it, on a, from a religious point of view the bible lets us know that there was one lord one faith and one baptism one god in us all above us all and through us all so what is one of the causes of violence manipulation people manipulate people to kill each other they manipulate people to tell lies and then if if you are if you're easily manipulated there's something within you that's not right you need to check out your relationship with god your place with god because you shouldn't be giving ear uh to the devil but you should be the devil should be under your feet the bible says that no man enters a strong man's house Unless he first binds a strong man. Another translation says that that in order to enter the strong man's house, you have to tie them up. And so, uh, if somebody, uh, if you are a strong person, and somebody comes in to take your uh, TV and 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 uh, out your house and rob your house and stuff, and you're there, they have to tie you up. So, uh, you, it's a home invasion, and you don't let need to let anybody. You don't need to let the devil to invade your home or your body or your mind because uh the the bible says that you know you not that your body temple of the holy ghost and we so that god should be dwelling on the inside of our temple and that way no one uh the devil doesn't have time to get into our thoughts and we have to guard our hearts our minds our thoughts and our actions and be careful who we entertain and then what is another cause of violence jealousy The Bible uh, uh, tells us that jealousy is as cruel as the grave. You know, uh, people will be jealous of you simply for no reason. They'll be jealous of what you have or what they think you have. They'll be jealous of uh, material things such as cars and clothes and and homes and things like that. But uh, jealousy is a terrible, terrible emotion. The first murder that took place was between Cain and Abel. Cain actually killed his brother uh, Abel because uh, he had a different style of worship. He was actually jealous of his brother. He was jealous of his style of worship. And people will be jealous of your your worship. They'll be jealous of your place in God. They'll be jealous of the anointing that is on your life. They'll be jealous because your name isn't in every uh, bad conversation. They'll be jealous of your uh, reputation. They'll be jealous of just who you are, that they can't be like you because their uh, thoughts are so evil. James chapter uh, 3 and verse 6 says, For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. That envying there is jealousy. Song of Solomon 8 and 6, Set me as a seal upon thy heart, as a seal upon thine arm, for love is strong as death. Jealousy is cruel. As the grave, the coals thereof are coals of fire, which have a most vehement flame. Jealousy is a terrible flame, and uh, you have to recognize. I talked to um, talking to two um, uh, uh, friends yesterday, and one of them was saying to, uh, he said to me, "You know what? I had a friend, and they found out that you know I was buying a house, and all of a sudden they stopped speaking to me." I said, "You know what that was." That was jealousy. Another person said to me, you know, I was talking to some, some I've been friends for a person for years, and all of a sudden they, they stopped because this was going on and that was going on in my life. I said jealousy. 
and they really don't know how you got what you had to get. Uh, they don't know the price you had to pay for your anointing. They don't know the price you had to pay for your prosperity. But jealousy can lead to violence and God's kingdom. And when we look at uh, what is going on in the world, it's not the fact that uh, the church was uh, – People shot in the church. It's not the fact that the church was bombed. It's not the fact that there was a shooting in the supermarket. It's not a the fact that there was a the the problem wasn't against the church. It isn't against the uh, synagogue. It isn't against the person. But it is the kingdom. It's against the kingdom of heaven. And uh, we need to know that people are trying to uh, take a distraction off of God. They want people to blame God for. Uh, for all that's going wrong in the world, and they, they want us to lose heart and be uh, faint of heart. But Hebrews 10 and 23 says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. And in a day and time like that, you have to know who you believe, what you believe, and you can't waver from it. You have to stand on God's word. You have to stand on his principles. So the Bible says, let every man be a lie and let God's word be true. And there are so many liars out there, but I'm not worried about or concerned about liars. But when somebody lies to you, you need to stand them and, and look them in their face and stare them in their eyes and let them know that they are a liar. And the Bible says that all liars will have their part in the lake of fire, which burns forever. A liar will not tarry in God's sight. Lying is hypocrisy. Lying leads to violence uh, because people want uh, you to uh, hear their story and not hear the truth. Lying tries to distract you from what is true. And, and, and true. the truth is that God is the truth. And so uh, we can't let anybody distract us from God, from their lives. We can't, uh, this is why uh, Paul wrote to the church in apostasy, people turning from known truth. What you know about God, hold on to God. Jude chapter 1 and verse 3, verse 3 says, Beloved, when I give all diligence to write unto you and to exhort you, that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. We have to earnestly contend. It's almost like we have to fight. You have to fight to stay alive. You have to fight for the truth because people are telling lies, they're living lies, and they're acting lies. And, and, and that is a way that the kingdom is suffering because of the lies that are just flying around. And, uh, and it is hypocrisy. And certainly, and that is another cause of violence. But we have to go past that because we wrestle not. It's not the person that's lying to you, but it's the spirit that lies within us. Wrestle, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against uh, powers, against principalities, against the rulers of darkness against in the world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We are in a fight today. The kingdom is suffering uh, violence. John the Baptist, he suffered violence. And he had, he lost his life. He lost his head all because of, of manipulation, because of lies, because somebody didn't want to hear the truth. But the Bible is right and somebody is wrong. But there is another person. There's a, another man at the at the uh, at the center of this. Uh, Jesus is the one that made this statement about the kingdom suffering violence. And Jesus himself was a victim of violence. Uh, because he had to go on that old rugged cross. He was uh, he they they pierced him in his side. They put a a crown of thorns on his head and crushed his uh, head and and uh, uh, they whipped him and and they beat him. But the Bible lets us know that by his stripes we are healed. The songwriter they uh, we used to sing a song at the altar says, "I was healed by the wound in his side." Thank God I'm healed by the wound in his side. But Jesus suffers violence. For us, he died for your sins and my sins. He took a beating for us. He took a whipping. He 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 was killed. Uh, but certainly he had to do that because he had to work out our salvation. He had to die on that cross. He had to uh, go to hell. He had to when he was down there. He had to uh, set the captives free. But we don't have to go to hell. Because Christ already did that for us. Uh, we don't have to die, but we can know that to uh, to live is Christ and to die is gain. And he took the sting out of death. So on this afternoon, although the kingdom of heaven is suffering violence, we're suffering in our homes, in our schools, in our churches, everywhere you go, uh, the people on the road with uh, road rage, we don't have to worry 
about that because Jesus already died for it. He died for my sins and he died for your sins. There, there's a killer out there. There's a liar out there. There's a rapist out there. There's a murderer out there. And, and, and they are out there. Uh, uh, the devil goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. But it behooves us on today in a day and time like this that we be covered by God's blood, that we uh, find ourselves within the ark of safety, that we are a recipient of God's grace, of his love and his mercy. Michael W. Smith, Amazing Grace. Stay tuned. God bless you. The kingdom of heaven suffers violent, and the violent taketh by force. But know who you are in God, and know that you're in a spiritual battle. This is spiritual warfare that you're in. But you have to stand, call right, right, call wrong, wrong, and tell the truth. The truth will set you free. Amazing grace. We need to experience and receive the grace of God. Receive his mercy. It is because of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. Thank God for his blood, that his blood covers, it saves, it heals, delivers, and it sets us free. Amazing grace. Forever 
and Grace, Michael W. Smith. It is almost that time. Uh, we have we are coming to the close of our hour uh, that we spend with you every Saturday. Uh, just please be reminded to continue to listen to Global Gospel. Let others know that we are on the air. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Email us, globalgospel17 at gmail.com. Write us, P.O. Box 5331, Hempstead, New York, zip 11550. Call us, area code 516-481-3187, and leave us a message. Uh, thank you again to all our listeners, uh, everyone uh, in the north, the south, the east, and the west. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And as you go through the week, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. Uh, so we know that uh, we are under attack. But uh, once we know that we are under attack, we know what we can do about that attack. We can stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. We, we can know that we can go in, uh, into our prayer closet and certainly pray about our situations and then speak up about our situations. Uh, being a believer does not make you a coward, uh, but we have to uh, earnestly Contend for the faith That earnestly contend Simply means you, you have to fight And uh, I was watching several years ago The Vernon uh, John story And it said in there uh, That he said in his lifetime If you see a good fight Get in it And certainly if you see a good fight Get in it Fight the good fight of faith Whether people want to hear it Or not hear it uh, We have to be uh, Preach the word We have to be instant in season and out of season uh, The truth is always going to be the truth And a lie is always going to be a lie And um, dark, uh, Light drives out Darkness so we let our light shine And uh, Drive out darkness Again thank you Thank you thank you um, We're going to uh, Close um, This song says um, Never alone Tori Kelly and uh, Kirk Franklin have a song that simply says, Never Alone. And as we meditate on this song, know that in the midst of all this violence, that you are not alone. Know that God on your side. Let us pray. Gracious, eternal God, our Father, we thank you, Lord, for your loving kindness. We thank you for your tender mercy. We thank you for this day, for this is the day that you have made. We thank you for every listener, God. Uh, we thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice. We thank you uh, for just being God. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for this great uh, journey that we're on. And we know today that the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, God. But we know that you're a God on today, on tomorrow, and forevermore. You're the same yesterday, today, and you never change. We thank you for sending your son, Jesus, that we might have a right to the tree of life. And we pray on this week, as we go through the week, that somebody may have a situation on their job. They may have a situation in their home. They may have a situation at school, but God, you're greater. Greater is you that are within us than they that are in the world. So we thank you on today, Father, uh, that you're able to do it exceedingly, abundantly above all that we can ask or think. If there's anybody sick, God, we stand on your word that many are the affliction of the righteous, but you deliver us out of them all. We thank you, Father, that uh, healing is the children's bread, God. We thank you that we're healed by the wound in your side. God, we thank you that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and the world that they and they that dwell therein. We thank you, God, that you have everything in control, that you are in charge of everything, that you are in every place for holding the good and the evil, God. We thank you for just being God. We thank you that you're able to uh, deliver us, uh, that we thank you that you're with us in Six troubles and in seven shall no evil come nigh, nigh us, God. And we pray now for every uh, 
force that was out there against us. We bind the enemy on every hand, the enemy that came to steal, kill, and destroy. And we loose your favor, your blessings, your power, your prosperity on our life. For you said that we should prosper and be in health even as our soul prosper. We thank you. If there's anybody that does not know you in the pardon of their sin, God, draw them closer to you in this hour where the kingdom is suffering. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.